I'm Lonnie Diane Rich, and this is How Story Works. Hey, everyone. Welcome back. So we've talked a bit about what story is, a series of events with meaning that delivers an experience. But one of the things that can trip people up is this idea of meaning. So what does meaning mean? When we talk about meaning with regard to stories, it can make people a little nervous. Is my story supposed to have some deep eternal resonance running through it? How do I know if my story has meaning? What if I don't know what it means? I just want to write a story or enjoy a story. Why do I have to think about meaning? Do I have to ascribe meaning to the fact that my heroine likes red shoes? Does that mean she's a communist? Maybe the glasses on the billboard are just glasses. Do I need metaphor? I hate metaphor. I just want to tell a story. Ugh. Well, my first response to that is, don't worry about it. Meaning is not as inaccessible as it may sound. Meaning is simply about change. So let's go back to high school science. Now, I have retained next to nothing from my high school science days, and even less from my college science days. I hit the minimum requirement and scooted my butt back to the humanities as fast as I could. But there are some valuable concepts in science that, believe it or not, are helpful when thinking about story. When you did a science experiment, you would combine chemicals and see what they did, right? How they changed. And the change would tell you what was happening. So let's say you put chemical A and chemical B, see, I told you I wasn't sciencey, together in a beaker and you wait. But nothing happens. They don't react. They just sit there. Nothing happened. Nothing changed. So you don't really have that much more information than what you started with. But then you put chemical A with chemical C and the solution turns blue. It changed. Something happened. Now you have something to go on, something to investigate, something to think about. Now, because you saw how things changed when this particular combination happened, you can get to figuring out why. We talked a bit about our human fascination with the why, and that's what I'm talking about when I talk about meaning in story. We take character A and we put them through hell. That's your job as a writer. Really, just inflict hell on that character, force them into uncomfortable situations where they have to make impossible choices in order to win in a battle that matters a great deal to them, and then you see what happens. How does that character change? How does the world change? That's what gives your story meaning, how things change. We start with a world that is one thing and we end with a changed world. And that changed world is what gives the story meaning. And when I say changed world, that can be as simple as a protagonist who has grown within the story. The world of a story is as much about the interiority of the protagonist as it is about the literal world that the protagonist lives in. For everyone else in the protagonist's world, things might be the same. But if your protagonist has changed, her world has changed. And how her world has changed gives the story meaning. For example, in Guardians of the Galaxy, we open with a Peter Quill who is shut off from other people. He's a rogue. He works alone. Through the course of the story, he finds a team, a family, and becomes part of a community. 
In the end, it's that community that makes it possible for him to reach his goal of saving the universe. While a lot changes in the galaxy as a result of this story, it's the internal changes within our protagonist, arcing from solitude to community, that gives Guardians its meaning. Another thing to keep in mind, especially for writers, you can't really know what your story means until it's over, until you're done writing, because you don't know exactly how the change is going to manifest until you're done. As an author, you kind of take ideas out of the air and put them on paper. And some of us plan everything and structure everything and put everything down and make sure it all comes together. But even the world's most meticulous plotter never really knows what's going to happen in that story until it's done. And some authors don't even know then. That's okay. The reader takes what you've done and ascribes the meaning they see based on the changes that happened in your story. I've had readers find things in my writing that I never intended, but when they point them out, I see it too. For readers and critics, you can't decide what a story is until you've experienced it in its entirety. There are stories which, when you're in the middle of them, you're rolling your eyes, wondering what is this nonsense, and then a final movement comes in and pulls it all together, and suddenly you get it. I recently had this experience while watching Bartlett for America, a West Wing episode I covered for my podcast, Jed Bartlett is My President. The episode was weird and disjointed for me, and I didn't get what they were going for, not until the last moment, when I realized that the episode was about the love story between Leo McGarry and Jed Bartlett. But I didn't get that until the final scene, and had I made a decision about that episode before hitting on that last movement, I would have missed out on what it really meant. So, as a writer or a reader, don't freak out about meaning. Writers, just be sure your protagonist is under enough pressure to force a change. We'll be talking about how to do that in future episodes. Readers, don't make a decision about a piece of work until you hit the end. Yes, there are some things that are so badly executed that you just have to bail. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about the stories that are good, but you don't really get them right away. The last minute pull together is a pretty great experience, and it's worth hanging in there for, especially if something comes highly recommended by people you trust and respect. The best thing you can do for your enjoyment of a story is to keep an open mind. I rejected Buffy the Vampire Slayer for years before I finally sat down and made myself give it a chance. And that story is why I'm here talking to you about story all these years later. And that's it for today. If you have questions, feel free to get in touch. You can email me at Lonnie at Chipperish.com or follow me on Twitter at Lonnie Diane Rich or at Chipperish or join in the new Chipperish forum and discuss how story works with other listeners at Chipperish.com slash forum. See you next time. How Story Works is a Chipperish media podcast and is entirely listener supported. To become part of the amazingly positive and smart Chipperish community and to gain access to exclusive Chipperish content, please visit patreon.com slash chipperish. Chipperish.